0: a cynical bastard, you know that? To reclaim the American dream and reaffirm that fundamental truth, that out of many we are one. You hear that line? The line's for you. Don't make me happen. laugh. For one people. It's a myth created by Thomas Jefferson. Oh, now you're going to go at Jefferson, huh? My friend Jefferson's an American saint because he wrote the words, all men are created equal. Words he clearly didn't believe since he allowed his own children to live in slavery. He's a rich wine snob who's sick of paying taxes to the Brits. So, yeah, he wrote some lovely words and aroused the rabble, and they went out and died for those words. Well, he sat back and drank his wine and fucked his slave girl. This guy wants to tell me we're living in a community. Don't make me laugh. I'm living in America, and in America, you're on your own. America's not a country. It's just a business. Now fucking pay me. The best thing Howdy, folks. Dan Scotland here, joining you from Legal Grass, Massachusetts, Heartland of America. It can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. You can find me on Instagram at underscore I am Cannabis Sativa, and you can also find me on Twitter at i c Sativa Pod. All right. Um, so a lot of people are like... And I've been I've been sort of thinking this. Um I've been sort of pondering this. Um with the with the vape ban, which we've gone over um a couple of weeks ago, we're not going to be able to buy most vape materials, whether it's vape vape machines or vape um dryer vaporizers or um vape carts in general, because um under the guise of trying to protect the children, um you're not going to be able to, they're not like businesses are not going to be able to, to ship directly to consumers anymore, but they'll be able to continue to ship to various head shops and various CBD dispensaries or, um, or wellness stores or whatever. But in other words, like, we're not going to be able to buy vape carts from, you know, various hemp farmers or vendors that we've been used to getting. So we're going to have to, you know, um, we're gonna have to go to the store a lot more. Um, and the store charges a lot more because again, they're having to pay rent. They're having to pay an employee. Um, there's way more markup when you buy CBD products at store at the store. I mean, there is one head shop that I go to in near my neck of the woods that has very good pricing on, on, um, vape, vape. Like I, I do have a, I do have a location, a brick and mortar location. So I'm not going to like my, my, my overall ability to medicate is not going to be too affected by this sort of hemp or the vape ban that's being instituted that's supposed to ban the post office from mailing vaping materials that's supposed to go into effect by the ending of this month Um, I think things supposed to go into effect like next week or something like that or a little bit little bit um after that but a lot of people are wondering, you know, would cannabinoids like Delta 8 THC, which is a, a cousin of Delta 9, um, are they going to crack down? Are they going to use, are they, are they, they're going to be shenanigans with Delta 8. Is Delta 8 going to get banned? Is Delta 8 um, on the chopping block? Um, is Are the other cannabinoids like CBC, CBG, uh, THCV, um, CBN, um, CBD, CBDA, all all these other ones are are those on the chopping block, and I don't think they're on the chopping block. I mean, I I do think various states like they've been doing, like the they're gonna have their own sort of rules and regulations on 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 you know cannabinoids and delta eight. There are already many states like I I want to say want To say Montana bans Delta 8, Colorado, Arizona, um, Alabama, um, Mississippi, I believe. Um, I don't, I don't, there may be some states I'm, I'm missing here, but there are a couple of, and I believe like Alaska too, but like there are a couple of states that already have like state level Delta 8 bans, so you already can't have it shipped to those places or you already can't buy outside of a licensed medical or adult use dispensary in many of those places but but i mean with that i mean again with 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 alcohol you have different regulations throughout various states like some states they have um like state run alcohol stores where the state the, the state government sort of is the alcohol is the hard alcohol dealer of the state and the and the money that's created through that, it goes towards the, the rest of the state. Um, my neighboring New Hampshire does that. Virginia does that. A bunch of other states do that. Like, I mean, people, I mean, the states already pick and choose which regulations they want. So uh, again, I don't think that will change, but I don't, I really don't, I really think that the concern from a lot of people in the cannabis community and the hemp community of, 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 of them banning Delta 8, I don't think they're going to do it. I really don't. Like, there's just so, like, if you look at this map, which shows you the total licensed hemp acreage for last year, like, look at, look at how many states are producing huge amounts of hemp. Like, and these are, these are conservative states, dude. Tennessee, Kentucky, they're, they're, they're making huge amounts of hemp. They're growing over 30,000 or more acres a, a year around that, you know? Deep, these deeply conservative states or these purple states like North Carolina, they're making a lot of hemp. Some of that hemp is going to CBD. Some of it is going to CBG. Some of it is going to Delta 8. There's too much money flowing. There's way too much money flowing in, in red state, blue state, purple state, whatever. There's way too much commerce on hemp as it is right now on CBD. It's the, it's, it's such a huge craze, craze about the country. Thanks to the farm bill. Like... CBD is 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 so big right now. Hemp is so flipping big. Like so many stores throughout the country are selling it. Um I I don't like too much money is being made whether through 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 farmers, through CBD dispensaries in some states like Tennessee or you know the Carolinas or whatever. Like there's just too much money flowing For me to believe that there's going to be a wide scale crackdown on Delta Eight, I mean, might might some individual states opt for bans or, you know, tighten the regulations and make it so you can only buy it at at, at dispensaries or at at state licensed stores or whatever? Yeah, I I do think maybe that might happen, but in in terms of stopping this, the, the this this huge amount of yields that a lot of these states are having, you know, either red state, either blue state, either. Um purple state, there's just too much m- money flowing in C B D right now. There's too much money flowing in industrial M for, for, for the plug to be pulled on, on Delta 8. I strongly believe that. And that's that's why I played that clip at the beginning. You know, we're we are at the belly of the beast in in, in global capitalism in this in, in this country. We're the we're the global like us, England like United States, England, like, I mean, in terms of, in terms of capitalism, in terms of the belly of the beast capitalism, like we're, we're, we're like the Kings and Queens of it. Um, But I mean, money rules everything in this, in this country. Like we run, we run basic services and basic things like businesses such as, you know, utilities, you know, in some States, you know, such as infrastructure, you know, it's, it's not, like the the idea in this country is like, you know, like the idea is that you're on your own. You're on your own. Pull yourself by your bootstraps. Um, you know, again, I mean, we don't we still don't have healthcare in the we still don't have healthcare for every citizen in the United States and the richest country on the planet because we're so obsessed with, you know, the the, the free market, you know. We're so obsessed with choice, we're so obsessed with You know, um, the government not controlling our healthcare or whatever. But again, I mean, profit is at the heart of almost everything in this country. In terms of running states, in terms of you know COVID response, in terms of you know keeping things open, like profit is 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 king. There's too much profit being made from hemp, CBD, delta eight, and all the other variants. And soon, THCP, which is even more powerful than THC they're 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 trying to make that or they've already been making it out of C B out of the 0.3% C B D plants they've already been making THCP, they've already been extracting it from it. And again, that's THCP is going to be more powerful than 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 THC than Delta 9. Again, there's too much money being made in, in, in all these states throughout the country: red, purple, um, blue, too much money, too much. It's just too much at stake for them to ban delta eight. I mean, I I do feel maybe on a, on a federal level, on, on in the House, whatever, in the Senate, I I do feel there'll be some fossils that propose it, but I don't think I don't think it will have that much legs. I really really don't because again, we're America is a corporation. Enough, about, enough about my rant. Let's let's read this article that talks a bit more about how hemp is how the the outlook of hemp. Um, so, this is from June of last year. Licensed U.S. hemp acreage falls 9% from 2019, but grower numbers increase 27%. This was written by Laura Dort's Dor, Dor, left. U.S. farmers are planting less hemp than they did last year due to regular reg, regulatory uncertainty, a surplus of hemp flour, and biomass yield held from. Over, held over from 2019 and continuously falling wholesale prices. As of Thursday, licensed total hemp acreage to date has reached 465,787 acres for the 2020 production season, with 47 state departments of agriculture reporting numbers to hemp industry daily. The 2020 licensed acreage is a 9% decrease compared to 511,000 442 total licensed acres of hemp across 34 states in 2019, which was more than quadruple the number of acres licensed from 2018, industry advocacy group Vote Hemp reported last fall. Hemp production acreage in 2020 was projected by many industry insiders to decrease for the first time since 2014, when the 2014 Farm Bill established hemp pilot research programs nationwide. Even with the new hemp states coming online after passing hemp production legalization in 2019 and gaining USDA approval for their state plans, overall acreage numbers to date are down from last year. Numbers break down. Some states don't separate outdoor slash indoor production but of the 27 that do licensed indoor production accounts for 93,600 or 90 93 oh, i think that's a million yeah 93,666,091 square feet or 2,150 acres comparatively the largest greenhouse producers in the us account for just over 220 million square feet of indoor production, according to an annual ranking from Greenhouse Grower, a news publication covering the sector. License a total of 21,496 growers, a 27% increase compared to the 16,877 farmers and researchers licensed in 34 states in 2019, according to vote hemp. The number of growers licensed from 2019 showed a 476% increase over 2018. Seven states didn't have acreage numbers ready yet, but several and several said that their numbers are not final as growers continue to apply for licenses. One state, New Hampshire, has producers growing under the U.S. Department of Agriculture jurisdiction. A spokesman for the agency told Hemp Industry Daily that the USDA has issued five licenses to producers in the state. States that track and require processor licenses have granted 4,485 processor processor handler licenses. However, several states said they don't require licenses for processors. So there's an even greater processing capacity within the U.S. that is currently unaccounted for. Top states, states that have Led the nation in hemp production since 2014 have seen a marked decrease in licensed acreage of the top hemp states by acreage licensed in 2018. Only two New York and North Carolina have increased licensed acreage and registered growers consider. And then this is the chart. I'm not going to read all these numbers, but you can just pour over this. So these are like the top producers of, of hemp, um, Right, right at this moment, so I'll just I'll just highlight this so y'all can. See. So like you have so much hemp being grown in, in places like Tennessee, like so flipping much. Um, Tucky, they're they're growing a whole lot too. In what I find funny is like a lot of these states that are growing a whole lot, like you know, like like Montana for for example, mm-hmm. or um. Kentucky, they have all these restrictions on, on 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 how hemp can be sold. Like Delta Eight, like we had mentioned earlier, um, or or like I had mentioned in the past, Delta Eight in a lot of states is not really. Some states have bans on 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 Delta Eight being shipped or 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 sold at stores. Uh, Montana has such such restrictions. Yet they're some of the biggest producers of hemp in the country. In Kentucky, you can't even buy, or well, well, you're not supposed to be, well, people are not supposed to be buying or using smokable hemp. It's, you know, it's against the law in Kentucky. Um, according to friends of the show, it's not, it's not a, an especially enforced rule, but it's still there. You know, people could still get in deep trouble um, for having smokable hemp or, or using hemp to be smoked. But again, they're they're one of the leaders in hemp production, you know. And in Tennessee, you don't have a you don't have a medical marijuana program, and you have lawmakers that are trying to make it so there'll never be a recreational program. you know, um, they're very very, um, the 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 Republican leadership is very against reform. Although there's although there's more people, um, there's more lawmakers that are bringing forth bills. Um, the governor is against medical reform for the most part. Um, again, the Republicans control both chambers, and their legislature. So that's going to be an uphill battle. But again, the deck is stacked against reform in, in terms of, um, medical and even adult use there, but you have CBD dispensaries and, you know, CBD farms and, you know, CBD spots all over the state. They're flush with CBD and, and, and hemp. Um, you know, Delta 8 and C B D are 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 there's huge amounts of it being created in in a lot of these states. New hemp states ramping up. Notable licensing numbers for this year in the new and relatively young hemp states indicate grower enthusiasm for the new crop, including California, thirty-two thousand five hundred and four point nine acres. Arizona, 34,000 acres, Illinois, 26,264, Michigan, 13,225 acres, Florida, 16,000 acres, Kansas, 9,903 acres. Check out our interview with friend of the show, um, Green Thumb One, that we did earlier this year about... Canvas reform in in Kansas and um and hemp and, and CBD in Kansas. Um, we had a good chat with with Kelly, who's a friend of the show, and we we talked to talked about for about like forty five minutes about um things in Kansas with regards to hemp and medical marijuana. So again, check out that interview. We're gonna put it in the description. Twenty twenty predictions. Of course, licensed numbers don't account for actual planted numbers. The state of, Major- of Missouri tracks its pre-season numbers. Although it licensed 20, 21,000 acres, the state also asked for planned acreage and square footage, saying most growers license more land to grow on, but don't typically plant more than their reported plant acreage. And that's a big difference. Growers of Missouri said they plan to produce 3,892 acreage, or acres this season. If the st- if more states provide this distinction, it would give the industry a more accurate picture of actual planned acres at the beginning of the season. In 2019, vote hemp predicted that 230,000 of the 511 and, 40 and 442,000 licensed acres would actually be planted. Licensing is a good indicator to show intent. But we know from previous years that significantly less hemp is Planted than what is licensed due to a variety of factors, including access to seed and clones, a lack of financing, as well as inexperience," said Vote Hemp President Eric Seenstra. The USDA's Farm Service Agency reported in midsummer 2019 that there was 146,780 acres planned or planted in 2019, but according to the Colorado research firm, the Jacobson, that data was skewed because tens of thousands of acres went unreported in states like Oregon and Colorado, accounting for new farmers and cannabis growers who did not have a relationship with the FSA. In 2020, acreage reporting to the FSA is compulsory as part of the USDA interim final rule. And that agency will also record intended Use including fiber, grain, seed, cannabinoid production, said senior hemp analyst Chase Hubbard in the Jacobson 2020 hemp crop outlook release in May. In the report, the Jacobson re- projected hemp acreage for this year would be 152,000 or 157,082 acres. Harvest numbers are a bunch are a much, much different story as the number of, of harvested acres in 2019 were likely half of what was planted, according to Vote Hemp. The organization estimated that 50 to 60% of the 2019 plant acres would be harvested due to crop failure, non complying crops, and other factors resulting in a 2019 total of 115,000 to 138,000 acres of harvested hemp, harvested hemp acreage numbers for 2019 still unreported by the USDA FDA. Beyond producing beyond cannabinoids, based on the Jacobson's May 20 production survey, the bulk of the 2020 crop will 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 be or dedicated to cannabinoid production with 15.5% focusing on CBG dominant genetics. The survey showed 2.5 of the 2020 acreage would be planted for fiber varieties and 3.6 for grain, according to the Hemp Industry Daily's 2019 and 20, and 2019 Hemp and CBD Factbook. of growers or producers grew flower varieties for cannabinoid production last year, while 10% focused on seed and grain varieties and 11% grew for fiber and stocks. Prior to COVID-19, Steenstra of Vote Hemp predicted that industrial hemp summit in February, that more farmers will begin growing grain or dual-use hemp crops. A growing interest for fiber and grain varieties is showing, according to Andrew Bish, CEO of Hemp Harvest Works, who said that Tuesday he's received more inquiries about harvesting equipment for grain and fiber hemp from producers this year than in previous years. However, no matter what growers decide to plant, plant, planting is key to success, Mark, reindeer's of CEO of Hempfax or Hempflax and the president of the European Industrial Hemp Association do not plant hemp if you do not have a harvesting plan and if you do not have a contract at a processing facility Reindeers said Quote, "the total crop valuation only works if the whole infrastructure is in place start with your market and then work backwards to the crop" But please do not plant seeds without planning, because you will lose money. End of article. So I don't, I don't think that, I really, really don't think that Delta 8 is in any real danger. There's, we're, you know, we're, we're at the heart of capitalism in the United States. Like there's too much money flowing with, 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 with hemp production to slam the brakes. Even, even on variants that, that, that do produce THC such as Delta 8. There's too much money being made. There are too many people that are going to be put out of business if you shut this down. Like I, I really don't like. I, I, I believe that concern. Like we should all be vigilant. We should all be watchful. We should all keep these politicians, um, rhetorically. We need to keep them, we need to keep their heads on a swivel on this. We have to show that we're watching them. If They're going to do more tyranny like the, like the mail vape fan. They're going to do more of that. We're going to vote these people out of office. We're going to smoke these people for good. But again, we have to, we have to be vigilant. I'm not, I'm not saying to put your feet off the flipping gas, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel like, like a Delta eight ban or another ban on cannabinoids is is imminent anytime soon. There's just just too much money being made in a variety of states for that to happen and for the genie to be seriously put back into the bottle. That's my belief and I'm sticking to it. I can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio and other platforms like it. If you wanna support this podcast, you can do so by becoming a Patreon for as little as $1 a month. You, you get all sorts of perks, such as early release videos, early release episodes, um, an ever-expanding archive of previous episodes we've done, and a lot more. And you can do that by going to bit.ly 2NJMSHN. Again, that's bit.ly 2NJMSHN. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao. colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am canvas sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and I may just play it on a future episode. You can also call and leave a voice message at 617-466-9389 and I may just play it on a future episode. Feel free to join the ever expanding I am canvas sativa podcast planet on discord. We Yes, we've got a discord channel and that discord